You're now listening to J House Radio in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to J House episode 16. We're talking about Spider Man Far From Home trailer review, and this is exciting and both weird as a step by Marvel because Infinity War just came out and then the in game trailer was released not too long ago, and now we're already getting a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, which is, I mean, hey, that's cool to me, but, I mean, hey, that's after the fact of everything happening, like, shouldn't we at least wait to get, you know, Avengers first, and see how that happens, and see how they come back, but no, now they're dropping a trailer, so that's causing a bunch of riffraff in, in the MCU discussion community, so that's pretty, um, pretty weird, but, it is what it is. I'm not going to complain. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Mysterio. I mean, what what can you what can you complain about? I mean, but hey, um I don't know why they're doing this, um but I, I it's confusing me. But Captain Marvel is um is near near um near forthcoming with the new Empire magazine cover. And Nick Fury's in that one, and to our surprise, Nick Fury's also in this one. So the trailer opens up with Peter and Aunt May doing some charity work. Peter, I mean, Aunt May seems to be pretty comfortable with him being Spider-Man, which is not uh, too foreign and unfamiliar. It's actually kind of very familiar, but she seems to be cool and all right with it. And then Happy Hogan has this little flirtatious thing going on, this little fling with uh, with Aunt May, which is kind of kind of weird, but I mean... I, it is what it is. I'm, I mean, every once in a while you have to put a spin on certain characters, and I guess the MCU just decided, Marvel just decided to do that with Aunt May and make her a little bit more younger. So, I mean, this is weird and new, but it's funny, and so I guess we'll just we'll go along with that. Um, um, Nick, Nick Fury ends up talking, I mean, they're talking about the trip, Spider-Man ends up talking about the trip, and he doesn't take his suit with him, because he just wants to be normal Spider-Man, uh, while he's on this trip, so, um, he doesn't take the suit, and he seems to be enjoying himself, enjoying his friends, um, MJ, the girl who is now known as MJ, which I like, Zoe Zaldana is pretty cool, you know, I have no issue with this take on not per se Mary Jane, but it is MJ, um, in initial wise, so that's what they're getting, it's brand new, it's no problem to me, Peter's had so many love interests over his, um, over his, uh, years of spider-man so it it really would be nothing new to have a twist like this it doesn't disturb me but you know some people who are traditionalist and um some people who are ignorant um very few that are racist um really you know they took that to heart the first time and they were like no this can't be mj blah 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 she's black but you know 
that's just people. Um, but yeah, their their relationship is sort of growing. It's like that new kind of crush teenage type thing, and so they're having that ordeal. And all of a sudden, all of these these four bad guys. One's made out of like dirt. The other one's water, and something else. And so Peter's confronted with that. He doesn't have his suit, but lo and behold, Mysterio is there and he's like you want no part of this and then boom goes ham sandwich on um on fighting this water person whoever it may be but yeah mysterio seems to be playing some kind of good guy role and people are thinking well maybe he's kind of deceitful and he's gonna deceive people because he's mysterio so um i don't know what kind of thread that might play but it's it's plausible um his look overall is very comic accurate i've i haven't read anything in uh the comics about the sinister six yet so i don't really know much about mysterio as a villain but i plan on finding out when i um go in depth more and read some more uh spider-man comics and dig deep into the lore he looks like a pretty awesome character they designed him his suit was awesome the glass marble whatever you call it helmet was there the cape and all of that he's like doctor strange iron man and thor mixed in one and he looks pretty cool so i'm very excited to see how this twist on uh this twist on spider-man is going to occur and um i think it's going to be great um a lot of people always ask me the question of um who do i think is the best spider-man and i'm like um to me it's i mean i can't really say i want to say toby because he's like the first spider-man but um each spider-man to me has played a very certain kind of spider-man you know i love toby because he's just he's awesome he was the first spider-man all three of them were awesome i don't care what anybody says about spider-man 3 spider-man 3 was awesome and it was a solid conclusion to the trilogy say what you want i don't care but andrew garfield comes along and his iteration was more comic book accurate and um he's my favorite comic book accurate live action spider-man starting out with gwen stacy and so far to date he's been the most comic book accurate spider-man we've had um he's a more modernized version you know he started out with gwen instead of mary jane and mary jane would have been there too had they would have not scrapped it after the amazing spider-man 2 because of the sony and disney deal but it was just it was awesome and he was awesome i thoroughly enjoyed both of them especially the amazing spider-man 2 that one is probably one of my favorite it's probably top three in my list of the amazing spider-man movies and it was just comic book accurate it had emotion it was awesome it was cool it was cool to me um um tom holland he's been pretty awesome too i enjoyed his the the younger direction that they took with tom holland and um when he came in civil war he was almost like okay this is this is dope i'm digging this spider-man but he's very very young it's like the high school peter parker it's not college you know grown up adult grown man peter parker it's like teenage you know peter parker coming of age storytelling peter parker and so with these with with far from home um i dig the direction that they're going in but homecoming to me was i don't even consider homecoming a top a top two top three spider-man movie because like i mean 
it's just I mean Spider-Man is a character that goes through a lot of stuff and he's always balancing responsibility and um, a lot of deeper issues that plague normal teenagers and people and young people just in everyday life and that's always who he's been and 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 you know because he's in the movies with Disney I don't think Disney can really go deep and explore you know explore those different um those deeper levels and those deeper um those deeper aspects you know I think as far as as deep as his Spider-Man has went was really Infinity War you know being in a place where he shouldn't have been but he was there um and he ended up uh getting caught in the snap and he died or he vanished and I'm like wow that was awesome his acting in that was superb the story the tragedy of it was superb it was awesome but um other than that the Spider-Man that Disney has really pushed for has been this sort of light live action Disney XD type Spider-Man you know which is fine because that's what they got to do but you know with Sony just alone or any other company that gets that would have had Spider-Man they would have been able to explore and go deeper into um into the mythology and the lore of spider-man and explore the deeper aspects because spider-man goes through some truly messed up stuff and i don't think we'll ever see that in a live action spider-man movie again until you know whatever but you know we'll never see those deep things in live action again you know the amazing spider-man 2 was probably the last film his the the Tobey Maguire trilogy and the two that Andrew did were probably going to be the last great Spider-Man movies we get to see. And I'm not saying Homecoming, I mean Homecoming was decent and I'm not I'm not saying uh I'm not saying that uh Far From Home is going to be bad. I'm just saying like it's Disney and you know that's not, you know, you're really not going to you're really not going to get the full extent of a character, you know, until it gets away from Disney. So far with every other kid, you know, I mean, with every other character like Iron Man and Cap, you know, you can have those stories because those those guys and characters like that also have deeper, darker stories. But they have enough of a mainstream, you know, um, they have enough mainstream stories and enough lighter, uh, more lighter conflicted stories to the point where you can just roll off those without having to really go really deep into the the darker sides of that character but a character like spider-man who's so rooted in mainstream today in pop culture majority of his stories are more mature um darker higher stakes um responsibility stories and real grounded in reality stories as opposed to an iron man or a captain america peter is the most um most um responsibility facing superhero out of the whole marvel roster you know and i'm like you know we'll never get to see that rawness the rawness of those stories again but you know it is what it is and um i'm not gonna put it down i'm gonna i haven't went to go see a spider-man film i haven't seen a spider-man film in theaters since spider-man 3 back in 07 so I mean, and and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I forgot, I haven't been, correction, I haven't been to see a Spider-Man movie since 2014 with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I haven't seen a live-action Spider-Man since that, 
if I'm correct on that year. But I haven't seen a live action one since that. And I don't think I'll go see I don't think I'll go see Homecoming. You know, because it's just not the same when Disney's doing something. It's just not. You know, and we're already you know, we just dropped the whole issue with the Star Wars theory getting robbed for, for by Disney, you know, but that's that's a whole nother thing for another time. But you know, it's just that um I don't know. I'm genuinely not excited about this. You know, I'm not excited about Homecoming. I mean, about Far From Home like that. But, you know, I'll catch it when it comes out on DVD. I'm pretty sure people are going to be hyped about it because, you know, it's Spider-Man. But the release date of this has definitely been weird. The trailer release date, you know, we haven't watched Endgame yet or Captain Marvel. So why would you drop this, you know, now? But I guess it's just one of those things to let people know, hey, it's coming and so people are cool with it people are fine people don't care you know it's it is what it is but um thank you guys for tuning in make sure to go to instagram at uh j house uh comics tm or j house underscore tm follow us on instagram make this your favorite podcast favorite this podcast is one of your favorite you'll get notifications get your notifications on to that'll um, let you know when the new podcast is coming up sponsor us it could be five dollars a month it could be ten dollars a month go ahead and uh support this podcast hit that support podcast button when you type us up and uh help us keep this thing growing man i enjoy putting out this content for y'all 2019 has been an awesome year so far and there's so much more coming up the next review that i'm doing will be the punisher netflix marvel review where we're going to discuss the whole new season two of marvel it's cancellation it's inevitable cancellation and what will come after so i'll catch you guys later thank you guys for tuning in this has been j house radio signing off thank you for joining this has been another edition of j house radio